الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة At the praising Allah سبحانه وتعالى and sending the salat والسلام upon the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم May Allah سبحانه وتعالى raise his rank and grant him peace We have reached the end of the month of Ramadan بلا شك وبلا ريب undoubtedly this causes sadness to the Muslims because Ramadan is a joyous time a time where we spend our days fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in addition to doing our obligatory prayers we stand up at night and we pray Salat, Salatul Tarawih in the nights of Ramadan. This is a joyous occasion for the Muslims and it brings joy to the heart of the believers. It is a must that we capitalize on that which we have gained inside of Ramadan. We fasted its days and we prayed its nights. So, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, Throughout the course of the year and for the rest of the year, we have to continue to fast the voluntary fast as much as we are able to every Monday, every Thursday, three days out of the month. That we should fast, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, those recommended fasts when they come up so that we may benefit and continue to benefit from fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, we should continue to pray at night time, even if it is before we go to sleep, that we pray something from the night prayer, even if it's just witr, even if it's shafir and witr, that we pray something from the night prayer each night, and that is the prayer that takes place after Isha. So to pray something before one goes to sleep, bithilahi ta'ala, if we have the ability to wake up early before Fajr, and the last third of the night, and also pray some raka'at, then we should do it. Again, even if it's only two raka'at, uh, uh, and then you pray witr, so it'll be three in total. You don't have to pray a great number of raka'at in the night. It was the way of some of the people of the past, is that they would pray maybe two raka'atan, right? And then they would stand for a long time in each. So one may recite a hizb, which is 10 pages, inside of one raka'ah. And then they will make ruku'ah. And they will praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a long period of time. And then they will make sujood. And they will beg Allah and beg Allah for a long period of time. Then they will stand up and they will read 10 more pages, which makes a juz. And then... They would prostrate 
and Mikbawin, Mikrokur, and Sujud in the like manner that was aforementioned. And then they would taslim and then they would make the witr or they would pray them all three consecutively with one taslim at the end, yani with the wit ending off with the witr. And this is what they would do. So just two rakat, that's it. Naam. And it can be for a little bit of time or a long period of time that you stand at night and that which is easy for you. So this is something that we should try to continue and don't let the shaitan um, convince you that it is going to take a long time and that you have to stand up and pray many raka'at and you have work tomorrow and you have school tomorrow and you have and you have and you have so I to discourage you that just pray two raka'at and then pray one raka'at for witr and be consistent upon this and if you're not feeling well, then just pray the witr. That's it. Just pray the witr and recite Surah Al-Ikhlas inside of the witr. And then that's it. And then taslim even before yani, you go to sleep. So inshallah, we should be of individuals who are praying witr every single night. Because you have to remember that there's going to come a day that our deeds are going to be weighed. And we are going to need Every single deed, every single good deed, we're going to need it. So, put forth these efforts and take advantage of that which doesn't require a great deal of effort. So, it doesn't take you a lot to pray one rakat. If you're not feeling well and you can't stand, then pray sitting down. If you're not feeling well and you're laying down, then pray laying down. There is no excuse. We have an opportunity to benefit ourselves. There is no excuse. And do not let the dunya become a hindrance between you and benefiting yourself by worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the like of these worships that were mentioned. Those that do not require a great deal of effort, that which you can do. So do not allow the shaitan to dupe you and to um, prevent you from doing these good deeds. Naam. So this is something that we have to continue after Ramadan. Now I want to remind you in Ramadan, we were praying many raka'at and then the witr. Naam. Many raka'at and then the witr. So if you were praying all of those in Ramadan, then to pray three or five, it's not hard because you have shown that you can do it throughout the course of a month. Naam. In any event, one of the main objectives of fasting, as Shaykh Raslan, he mentions in his tremendous book, Mendurusi Shahri Ramadan, from the lessons of the month of Ramadan, he mentions, he says, Woman A'vami. And from the greatest maqasid of sawm, from the greatest objectives of the fasting, is taqiq taqwa is to establish and actualize a taqwa. Naam, and a taqwa, this is to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing that which He has made obligatory upon us and by staying away from those things which are haram. And from the manner in which that we do that is by protecting our head and by protecting our stomachs. So I want you to leave Ramadan and carry with you throughout the course of the year 
and thus throughout the course of your life, an attitude and a mentality that is centered around protecting your head and protecting your stomach. Because this is from the ways in which we can actualize at taqwa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says about the fasting and why and from the wisdoms and the benefits of the obligation of fasting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in His noble book, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Allah Ta'ala, He says, what translated means, O you who believe, fasting has been written upon you, mandated upon you, made as an obligation upon you, as it was an obligation and written upon those who came before you. In order that you attain a taqwa, in order that you attain a taqwa, and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Asom jannah," that the fasting it is a shield. Naam, and this shield it helps us and it yani, to it helps acclimate us to protecting the head and protecting the stomach, because this enters into the reality and the establishment of a taqwa and fasting helps us to to establish this naam qul al khalifa al rashid umar bin abd aziz rahimahullahu ta'ala the rightly um in the upright i should say naam the upright khalifa umar bin abd aziz rahimahullahu ta'ala he mentions about a taqwa naam and this is important for us to understand that the way in which that we attain the taqwa, it is not just by the, the mere fasting and the mere standing at night, meaning the shell of it, but it's by bringing what its reality. So listen to what he mentions. He says, لَيْسَ تَقْوَ اللَّهِ بِالصِّيَامِ النَّهَارِ وَلَا بِالْقِيَامِ اللَّيْنِ وَتَخْلِيطِ فِيهِمَا بَيْنَ ذَلِكِ He said that the Fasting, he says that taqwa, excuse me, that having taqwa of Allah, it is not just by fasting the day, standing the night, and some mixture between the two. He says, Allah, he said, but rather the taqwa of Allah, tarku ma harram Allah, is to leave off that in which Allah has made haram. This is the taqwa. Naam. It's not just by be fasted days, be prayers nights, and then, oh, we good people. Subhanallah al-Azim. In this time of social media, I saw Muslims naam, who were documenting their day of fasting. And they fasted their day. They went to the masjid. They prayed their salawat. Naam. They prayed something from the night prayer. And then after praying the night prayer and ending in the masjid, do you know what they did? They went to a hookah lounge to smoke hookah and whatever is else people do inside those places. Naam. I don't know what they do in those places. I've never been inside those places. But looking at what they were doing, smoking and drinking, whatever it is they were drinking inside those places. This is not what fasting is about. You're not going to be able to uh, 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 develop a taqwa and you fast a day, you pray the night, and then you go to a hookah lounge or you commit acts 
of disobedience into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The fasting is that which helps trains us to develop this what? Develop an abandonment of that which is haram. Because if you're leaving off while you're fasting, things that are permissible outside of fasting, then undoubtedly you can leave off what is haram all the time. That which is haram all the time, you can leave it off all the time. So it's not just in Ramadan, we, 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 we stop doing this and we stop doing that and then Ramadan is over and then and then what? We go back to doing all of these things? Naam. Subhanallah The reality of a taqwa, it is not just by the fasting the day and the praying the night and a mixture of between the two, but rather it is by leaving off that which Allah has made haram. And by doing and by doing that which Allah Ta'ala He has obligated upon us. This is a taqwa, leaving off the haram and doing what is obligatory, establishing the obligations. Naam from the salah, from the yani uh, uh, you know, all the things that are that are obligatory upon us to do, from Biru Walidain, from being obedient and listening to our parents. Naam, so on and so forth. All those things that we are commanded to do, then doing those things, paying the zakat, naam, uh, so on and so forth. So this is important that we know and that we understand. This is what we are trying and seeking to develop inside of Ramadan. And by and from the means and from that and which will help us to do that is that is to do what? Is to protect the head and to protect the stomach. Naam. Um, so whoever فمن, he goes on to say, فَمَنْ رُزِقَ بَعْنَ ذَلِكَ خَيْرًا فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ إِلَى خَيْرٍ He said, and whoever, he leaves the haram, and then he does that, and then he does what is obligatory. If he is given the provisions of doing some good on top of that, then it's good, it's good upon good. It is good upon good. Naam. So, Sheikh al-Islam, he mentions, he says, حَقِيقُتُ التَّقْوَى حِفْظُ الْجَوَارِحِ عَمَّا حَرَّمَ اللَّهِ He said, so... The reality of a taqwa is that we protect the limbs from that which Allah Ta'ala has made haram. Naam. That we protect the limbs. We protect the limbs from that which Allah has made haram. And we, um, are consistent upon obedience unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So we leave off that which is Haram, and we do that which Allah Ta'ala, He has commanded us to do. In the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, fi ma rawahu al-Imam Ahmad, fi musnadih, wal-Imam al-Turmadhi, fi sunanihi. Naam, wal-hadith, hadithun, hasan, hasan l-ghayrih. Naam, wa hasanahu l-ghayrihi al-albani, rahimuhumullahu ta'ala. So Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he mentions, he says, al-istihya'u min Allah, حق الحياء أن تحفظ الرأس وما وعى وتحفظ البطن وما حوى. He said that the reality of having shyness with from Allah, نعم. The reality of having shyness from Allah is that that shyness it will cause an individual to protect his head and that which goes into it, and he will protect his stomach and that which he places therein. This is from the reality of what? Of a taqwa. This is from the reality of a what? Of a haya. So if you, a person is truly shy in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he's going to protect his head and he's going to protect his stomach. Very important.
Imam Ibn Rajib. Imam Ibn Rajib, he mentions, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, Walhidhul Rats, Wama Wa'a, Yadakhulu fi Hidhul Samir, Walbasar, Walisan, Anil Muharramat, Walhidhul Button, Walhidhul Button, Wama Hawa, Yatadamanu Hidhul Kalb, Anil El Israr, Anil Muharram. Naam, he says, Imam Ibn Rajab, he mentions, he says that, that uh, the protection of the head, naam, the protection of the head and that which goes into it, that what enters into this is a protection of one's uh, hearing and of one's sight and of one's tongue. So you have to protect your ears, protect your eyes, protect your tongue from what? From the muharramat, naam. So an individual who is shy in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not an individual going to be listening to music, listening to the haram, listening to things that are displeasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're going to protect their, their, he, their, their hearing from this. Naam. Likewise, they're going to protect their eyes from looking at the haram. Naam. And they're going to protect their tongue from saying the haram. All of these things are the things that when we're fasting, we have to do. We have to protect our head. We have to protect our stomach. So we, so, so we protect our ears. We don't listen to the haram. We don't listen to you know, things that are displeasing to Allah. We don't watch and, 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 and view things that are haram and displeasing to Allah. We don't speak with speech that is displeasing to Allah. That is haram. We leave it off when we're fasting. But this is what to acclimate us to leave it off all the time. Naam. So if you can leave it while fasting, then you can leave it when you're not fasting. Huh? So it's important that we understand this thing. And likewise, the protection of one's stomach is not just that we protect what we eat. So what we eat is halal. We only eat the biha, so on and so forth. Naam, that's good. Do that. Naam, that's from it. But it doesn't stop there. Yeah, subhanAllah, you have individuals who will, they don't eat anything but the biha, but then they turn around and drink liquor. They don't any they don't eat anything but the biha and they turn around and they smoke intoxicants and so on and so forth. They you know the, the steak has to be the biha, but you know pair it with a wine, so on and so forth. What kind of of absurdity is this? What kind of absurdity is this? So we have to protect the stomach and what enters into it, so we don't put anything haram in our mouth and chew it and let it reach our belly. We don't do that. Naam. But likewise, also it enters into yani, protection of the heart from being persistent upon the haram. That we protect our heart from being persistent upon the haram and it enters into the protection of the stomach. So protect your head and protect your stomach. Naam. Protect your head and protect your stomach. This is important. If you want to be successful, then we have to finish off Ramadan and carry with us after Ramadan. And carry with us every year, carry with us in every month until we die, that we protect our head and we protect our stomach. So finish off Ramadan and then can carry, you know, continue on and finish off your life. So finish off Ramadan and then carry on and continue for the rest of your life to protect your head and to protect your stomach. And this is a message that I wanted to give to you because... I don't want you to end off Ramadan with the mentality of, oh, in a few days now, I can be doing these haram things again. No, you left it for a month. Let it be gone from your life. Leave it from your life. Okay, you left it for 29 or 30 days. So now leave it for your life. So now you you can leave it. You have proof of concept, as they say. 
You have an example. You have set a precedent that you can leave these things. So keep leaving it and let it be gone from your life. So protect your head and protect what? Protect your stomach. فنكتفي بهذا القدر والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا.